Will and Zane may have paper master degrees taped loosely to their walls, but whoever said a master degree makes you good at your job? This is comedic advice and should never be followed as real advice, so just sit back and enjoy. Oh, hey there, folks. Welcome back to Save Your Bacon, an advice comedy podcast where we think we're helping. My name is Will Palumbo. And my name is Zane Shaw, coming at you live from Will Palumbo's bedroom. Welcome. It's, it's, I don't know, what the frick? <laughs> He's shy when yep, I enter That's right, Zane. <laughs> that's right. Today we have a very special guest. It's my teddy bear. Say anything, please. He he talked last night, I swear. My mom doesn't believe me. He does it for me. Hey, gang. Welcome to Will's Bedroom, where we're bringing (laughs) it to you live. Surrounded by a blanket fortress, stuffed animals, gym, and a a hand towel. Coming at you now. (laughs) (laughs) Where are you going with Jim? I was gonna think of some celebrity. I said Jim, and I, for the life of me, you ran out of Jim. Couldn't think of a Jim celebrity. Jim Gaffigan has joined us tonight. Ah, Jim Gaffigan, that funny guy. Remember when he put his arm in front of his stomach? That was funny <laughs> because he told us that it made him look not fat. It was that bit that he did that one time. It's so relatable because I do that. <laughs> I I only do that when Jim Gaffigan's around, cause I gotta look good for Jim Gaffigan. Sometimes I think about Jim Gaffigan, and I'm say, oh, I can't make myself look less fat by putting my hand in front of my stomach, and then and then I don't. Have you ever been? Thanks, Jim. Confident in your body and very not self confident, and it's just the best. And then you think of Jim Gaffigan, and you can just see your arms starting to cover your stomach, and. <laughs> And you think, oh, I'm self-conscious for Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, do you ever get secondhand embarrassment for Jim Gaffigan and put your arms in front of your stomach? <laughs> Me either. Uh, here we are with our pinned up blankets on the walls. Welcome to the fort. That's a good way to circumvent creating a real fort for kids. You could just cover the walls and blankets all the time, and then when they ask for the fort, they say, what do you think we're in right now, idiot? Yeah, you say, oh, you're getting greedy as a king, and if you, I just want you to know if you want to take this seriously, um, if you're going to act like this, then the followers below you would eventually rise up and dethrone you. So you better appreciate what you have and take care of it. Otherwise, this whole fort's going to come a-crumbling down. Yeah, do you want to see a cool kid? I didn't think so. Shut your yap. <laughs> okay, Zane, so I was in work today earlier. Uh, I don't know why I said it the way I did. Earlier today, I was at work, uh-huh. and I asked a question. We were kind of just going around asking each other some get-to-know-you stuff. I haven't been working there too long. And I and I asked the question, what's your most toxic trait? Mm. Um, I, I like that trend on Twitter where they just kind of list off the things that they, they're pretty much worse at and refuse to get better at. And so I want to know, Zane, what's your most toxic trait? Oh, my God. So are we talking toxic as in very bad? Hurts others. Hurts others will not change. Okay, hurts others will not change. So it's like literally like my most poisonous trait, not just like my, ah, shucks, sometimes this has a negative 
connotation to it. No, it's not like I procrastinate and I don't turn in my homework. No, it's like what if I... what if the fact that I procrastinate literally slowly poisons my teachers? We're talking about like peers. What what do you do to your <laughs> friends that really really just makes them hate befriending you? Okay, so we're just saying right off the bat, if I were to poison my teachers, it doesn't matter. Is what we've just established. I think that the question might be out of touch at that point. I think our relevancy levels may have gone out the window with that sort of answer. But that would be a toxic trait. Yes. Um my absolute most toxic trait, I would think is the fact that I'm so creatively spontaneous with how often I how often I want to do everything. At like three in the morning, I will very happily text somebody, you want to do something? And they will say, I was asleep. But now I'm not. No, thanks. And then, now I'm upset. Bye. <laughs> and I will say, but now you're awake. Now you can do something. So maybe that... I don't know what mine is. I'm going to be honest. I feel like the answer I gave earlier today would kind of be cheating if I didn't think of a different one, but I guess it wouldn't be the most toxic trait for me if I didn't say the same things I said earlier. What I said earlier was that I get really excited about things that haven't technically happened yet. Like, I'll get really excited about something. I'm just like, guess what? I'm moving to Alaska. Yeah. And people will be like, oh, that's so cool, Will. I'm so excited for you. And then, like, a month will go by, and they'll say, so how's that? How's that move to Alaska going? And I'll say, yeah, that's not happening. Yeah, Will, how's Australia right now? I heard that you're in Australia oh, right now. Oh, boy. Did I that say you... that on the podcast? I don't think you did, but... I don't think I did. Was that before? Was that during? Was that still during the same time as... We had done a couple episodes at this point. Um, okay, for context, uh, around a year ago, maybe a little... That's crazy how it's it's only been that amount of time. It feels like so long ago. I, I thought I was going to go to Australia mm-hmm. to a, a, a ministry school before I realized how badly I despise school and I'm so looking forward to being done with it. Oh, yeah. And the thought of joining another school was just like probably the wildest idea I've ever had in my life. But I was so excited about going to Australia that I told everybody like, yeah, probably going to Australia. See you nerds later. And like three weeks later they're like so how is the australia thing going and i'm like yeah that's not happening what do you think and so now people have learned to not trust anything i say about my future but it was better it was better on my end because you were like i'm going to australia come with me yeah Uh, well that's that's another thing i just get really uh like fantastical with what i think can happen same right yeah absolutely yeah yeah that's one of the reasons we've been friends for so long and why i'm so surprised that we've made it 27 episodes through anything but oh, yeah uh, <laughs> oh yeah but like yeah like i just like had told zane like hey you need i'm going to australia but you also need to come with me and that's pretty much the only condition for which i go and you don't want to hold back my dreams do you yeah and he was putting a he was put in a hard position for that i apologize for my toxicity no no that's good Australia is a cool place for sure, and I've always wanted to see it. There's this thing known as a lot, and I mean a lot of water, in between Uh there and where we are currently. And getting to and from there often would not be very easy. Yeah. So that's a thing to take into account. So you're saying you'd want to be back, but you couldn't be. I get it, and I'm. you know what? I'm going to put it out there. I'm glad I'm not... In Australia. Speaking of travel, I've actually got a good travel question for you. Are you ready for this? Yes. All right. This question comes from underscore A. 
I'm not gonna try that, man. It's it's just a jumble of letters. Oh, it's just a bunch of letters. Asabitai X4. All right. And is that this, a word? This question is, <clears throat> my dad keeps telling me to get in the robot. What's going on? Saying <laughs> that's not trouble. But he needs our help. <laughs> is it true? <laughs> <laughs> Will you can if I said in the beginning I've got a question about a guy who's being stuffed into a robot A the question's <laughs> ruined B the dad is on to us and the segue doesn't make sense <laughs> You're right okay so get in the robot is the question the get in the robot the his dad keeps telling him to get in the robot and he wants to know what's going on is that a new like boomer slang? Probably get not. In the robot? No, I think Probably that not. he's got a dad that's trying to get him into a robot, and he wants to know what's going on. Will this is as straightforward as it can be? See, I was thinking it might be that 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 boomers never grew up with electricity or TV or telephones or anything like that, <laughs> okay. and so with all this newfangled technology, they're sitting around being like, "Get in the robot, idiot!" You know, as like a way to diss us. I thought you were gonna say like. He really, really wants to be an actor, and the and his dad just looks at the TV. He's like, well, then "Why don't you just get in the robot?" And he's just, "Why don't you just hop in the robot?" He's just like, yeah, just, "All you got to do is get in the robot, like all of them, <laughs> all the people in the robot there on TV." <laughs> just get in the robot, like Mister Nick Cannon. I don't know, <laughs> Mister Nick. I'm watching Mister Nick Cannon right now on uh, Masked Singer, and he's get just, in the robot with him. Then it's, it's that easy. <laughs> There's literally a person in a robot in the robot because they are disguised as a robot on the mass Singer inside the robot. Stop sharing your feelings with me. <laughs> you don't need a therapist. Just get in the robot and make money that way. I'm not paying for college. I'm not paying for camera equipment. I'm not paying for any of this stuff that you keep saying will get you to be a TV star. All you got to do is just get up against that TV and smush yourself right on in there. And then as soon as you do, you'll just shrink and it'll be fine. Just do it, son. Uh, that That's... That might be it. Just get in the robot might be like a, you're being dramatic or like you're you're putting on way too much of a show. Uh-huh. Like you should have your own TV show sort of thing. It's like saying, oh, I wish there would be a sitcom of this. That's a bad insult to get, isn't it? That's That's got to be a terrible insult because that implies that not that you're hilarious or that your life is hilarious, but that your life is so tragically awful that people would laugh at the fact that their life is better than yours. Your life is so sad that you need a laugh track to make it funny. Exactly. Like um, Two Broke Girls. It's so bad. It's so awful that they think that they need a laugh track to make it funny, but... Even the laugh track makes that entire show. That is the worst show that has ever been made. Ah, uh, Zane, we just lost all of our two broke girl fans. Off that's of our good. That's very good. <laughs> Zane, that's like our entire viewership. The overlap on the Venn diagram. I've showed you like eight times. Everybody who listens to our podcast also watches Two Broke Girls. Hey, you know what? I'm fine with starting from scratch. New viewership. No Two Broke Girls Club. All right. Everybody just... here gotten the robot and they've gotten on board and <laughs> and they're and they're with us here now (laughs) (laughs) what what other groups could be ostracized while we're at it let's see um you got any off the top of your head anybody who started playing christmas music before halloween before halloween i know a couple of those people sorry bye anybody who orders more than like four changes to your order when you go out to eat anybody who still verbally uses the word lol anybody who oohs you know i know (laughs) 
I've heard that a couple times. I haven't really dictionary to that one yet. I'm not really sure what it is, but whatever it is, I don't like it. I've never no heard that here. before, and I'm not gonna lie. You, I almost kicked you, you ne- off the podcast for you've saying never, it. <laughs> you've never, you've never heard about uwu. Nope, and I'm good without it. <laughs> okay, I feel, I feel like an ancient tree that is trying to uproot himself and failing at it. I got peer pressured into downloading TikTok the other day. Gross. Yeah, it's 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 a sad thing because the the first thing I realized is that it shows you a lot of girls dancing. And then when I reported back to the people who peer pressured me at work today, they said, well. That's the stuff that they think you're going to like. And as long as you keep liking it, it'll keep showing you that. And I said, all right, got me there. And that's still the reason I need to uninstall it, though, is the thing. <laughs> so uh, it doesn't really disprove my point. Anyways, where, where were we? We were going to talk about why the this robot. dad wants this kid in the robot. We need to talk about it just from a, from a not jokey perspective real quick. This dad okay. has literally built what looks like an Iron Man suit for his son and is begging his son to just get in the robot and the son has no idea why why has this dad possessed a human shaped metal shield of an a robot and is now begging his kid to get inside this robot i think that there is only one really good explanation and it is that I'm going to I'm going to do something very drastic here known as pretending that I connect this perfectly to a movie that I have never seen and don't actually know what the plot of this movie is. OK, I think that he's trying to do this thing in that one movie with Hugh Jackman and they build that robot that boxes. OK, and I think he needs his kid to get inside this robot so that it can be controlled and is now going to have his kid become a robot boxer. No, are you talking? You're not talking about Hugo or anything like that, are you? Definitely not Hugo, and I also don't think Chappie. Hugo, kick punch? Not kick puncher? Not kick puncher? You know kick puncher? Kick puncher who kick who punches with the power of kicks? Yeah. Kick puncher portrayed by Don the Demon Donaldson. Uh, oh, that's not Hugh Jackman, darn. And there's one bio quote, and it says, "My punches were only as strong as my punches," <laughs> and then things changed. <laughs> And now I punch with the power of kicks. Kick puncher is the is is the titular hero of a movie franchise that Troy and Abed are huge fans of. It's a community reference. Oh, good. So it might not be real. I think your dad is emotionally unavailable, though, to be completely honest. And I think he's trying to tell you that you're going to make it big and to stick with the theater stuff, and that you're doing a really good job in Snow White play right now, um, as you know, like the Hunter or like Lion Number Three, and. Uh, he wants you to stick with it because he thinks you're going places and he wants to see you on the TV eventually. And I'm going to disagree with you and go back to thinking that he wants to jam you into a robot and make you a boxer because I've, the movie is the movie is real steel with Hugh Jackman. In that in the movie Real Steel, he literally like he controls the robot with his body off to the side. So I think like I think he's going to pretend that he can do that, but really it's just because he put his son in the robot. Okay, that's fair. I understand that. I'm going to ask a question. Yeah. Guys, I need help. I recently started playing the bass, and in talking to a coworker about their indie band, they said they were looking for a new bassist. I had already told him I played the bass and that I was getting really good. Without thinking, I offered to try out. He sent me recordings of five of their songs and asked me to get familiar with them for the tryouts. My question is, how do I make the bass line from Smoke on the Water fit into five different songs? <laughs> 
<laughs> so I'm hardly slapping. Thank you. Very easy. Yeah. Very, very easy. This okay. is an old trick that I learned from my uncle. Um, you just walk up to them and you say, guys, I wrote you a big, sexy bass hook. Sexy hook. And you just tell me, throw whatever one of your songs at me you want, and I promise you, I will make any, any of these songs sound exactly like Smoke on the Water. It'll blow your mind. <laughs> and then whatever song they request, it's going to sound like Smoke on the Water, and they're going to say, you're really good at making that song sound like Smoke on the Water. That's going to win you the tryouts, boy. And if they see that you can turn any song into Smoke on the Water, they're going to be blown away. Yeah, I definitely don't think practice is the answer here. I don't know why you would practice. I don't think practice is the answer here. You started playing, and that's good enough. I, I started playing at one point, and then I said I'm basically the greatest bassist that Earth has uh, it dawned upon yeah i had i had a guy reach out to me once and he a friend of mine and he started talking about his band now i go to their concerts because i know how good they are and it's one of those things where i went to their concert and after, after telling him that i also played the bass i i left the concert saying i do not play the bass <laughs> it was that sort of thing like i i left being like eh, that's not an instrument that i play i looked up at the stage and saw him playing the bass saying huh i could play that and after about a half hour i looked back at my hands and said, oh, these hands can't do that. These hands can't do that. These hands weren't meant for a play in the bass. Uh, yeah, it's never been my best instrument. It was kind of an instrument of opportunity. And so uh, if that's what's going on here, just accept what it is, I'd say. Yeah, I've been playing piano on and off for a couple of years, and I still don't have the confidence if someone was like, hey, try out and do this with the piano. I'd be like, I don't know if I can because... I don't know where my skill level is at. It's a guessing game with uh, instruments. Maybe maybe you playing Smoke on the Water on the bass is better than everybody else that auditions. That's very possible. Yeah, we actually literally have no way to tell how good you are, even by just saying the inference of you only knowing Smoke on the Water. Because maybe you played the absolute most pristine version of Smoke on the Water God has ever heard. The absolute most slappinest smoke on the water we have ever heard, yeah. It's as simple as when Freddie Mercury's bassist was like, hey, I got this, and he just went, do, 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 and then he made that into a loop, and that became Another One Bites the Dust, and everybody loves that song. Do you know how easy it is, if you can hold a bass, to do that? Just do that, and they will love you. Just say, I wrote this slapping bass line and just make it like, do, 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 and then just be like, no, but then we loop that, and then you guys add all of this stuff. And then you do everything else on top of it, and you got a banging hit right there. You just, you don't want to intrude. You want to show that you can hold a bass, but like, you're not going to mess with their creative genius, you know? And then you're in, and you get paid just as much as them, and that's cool. You're you're going to impress them. You're going to do great. You're going to be a wonderful bassist. You owe us 10% royalties for all of your music. Because we did kind of create you. We did create you. Yeah. Zane, you want to give us a question? I do. And this question okay. comes to you from the middle stuff. Where? <laughs> Where you saw me scrolling to get to the middle stuff. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, well, go ahead. Do it. Oh, idiot. God. I don't know your part. You do it. Hey, guys. Welcome to Middle Stuff. We're so glad you're here. We're so glad you made it. Uh, we're halfway through, and we, uh, we're we so excited that you're listening. Uh, we want to say uh, we're on a couple different places across the internet. Those places are Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Um, the really helpful ways that we uh, become bigger and stronger and with healthier bones is because is uh, from rates and reviews. Those help us get seen and bumped up in those podcast standings uh, so that w- when people could turn on their Apple podcast, they could just end up seeing our podcast right on the front page one day. How, would that, how cool would that be? And then you know some celebrities. You're welcome. Also, uh, share this with a friend. Uh, post this on social media. Um, word of mouth is the best way that a podcast gets heard. We spend zero money on marketing this uh, podcast because we don't have the money to invest into it. But if enough people end up hearing about this and enjoying it, then that is a way that this can become something uh, uh, something even bigger than what it is right now. And so thank you for that. Thank you for all the love and support you've shown us so far. Um, we're on episode 27, which is crazy to think of for people like us who are more of dreamers and less of doers sometimes. Um, and we want to see this small following uh, grow even larger from the word of mouth that you guys are capable of doing. And even though we don't pay for advertising, we still like to go with the flow and just sponsor people that we love and trust in certain scenarios. So this episode is brought to you by Flowkey. Flowkey makes it easier than ever to learn the piano, thanks to a newly developed feedback technology which listens as you play. And this makes the app ideal for beginners, as they can efficiently play new songs in minutes. It's the best thing for a beginner pianist. I showed my little cousins this, and it is wonderful, because what it literally does is it hears you play the correct notes as you're playing the piano, and it moves and scrolls along through a song as you hit the correct notes. So if you want to learn how to play uh, piano, it is a wonderful little thing to pick up and I recommend it highly coming from a pianist who loves the piano. Uh, For anybody that's ever been interested in it, give it a shot because it's wonderful. That being said, uh, if you ever want to appreciate anything that we do or keep up with us on social media, yes, we have social media at Savior Baking, God's Cookbook, because those are the tags that we could get uh, on every can't possibly last on it's every gonna... social media no way no way that they last but if you're listening right here right now within like the week it's still that probably hey there folks future zane editing the podcast just dropping in to tell you it's already not those uh, i just changed them all to syb podcast because that was available on everything and that's actually our name and a lot easier to remember than mixing up something that sounds exactly like our podcast, but isn't it. So that just again on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook is SYB Podcast, the shortened version of Save Your Bacon Podcast. Okay, back to the past. Um, yes, you can follow us on certain <laughs> social medias, ask your questions, you can DM us on any social media, you can email us at SaveYourBaconPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we love your questions. We we uh, crave them. We need them desperately. They are how for breakfast. they are the source of light in our lives. Uh, speaking of a source of light within our lives, um, there is a little giveaway that we did last episode that uh, is going to have a wonderful conclusion right now where Will is going to announce who, who won what. Go for it, Will. All right. It's been a great week uh, for Save Your Bacon. I'll tell you what. We are so close. I hope next week we get to tell 
people about uh, the thousand downloads that we'll hopefully be hitting. Uh, but it's been a bit weak for us at Save Your Bacon. Some people have shared the uh, the social media postings uh, that we have made about the episode, um, gotten talking about it, and we wanted to give this to somebody who we think really deserves it. Uh, the 24 Peacock Feathers um, giveaway for sharing the social media goes to Serena Comfort. Congratulations, Serena. Uh, you have won the Peacock Feathers. If you uh, DM either Zane or I uh, at any point uh, with information on where to send that, we will get that to you for free, no charge to you, signed by yours truly. You're welcome. And that's not a bit. That's the best part of this. You are legitimately getting 24 Peacock Feathers just because you shared the podcast um, and now you just have those to brag about. And people will see, oh, that's a lot of peacock feathers. Also, they have a signature on them. Why is this? And you'll say, oh, I shared a podcast. And they'll say, yeah, oh, I, okay, all ties together. It might be disappointing to you, but uh, when I when I was talking to people about the giveaway this week, they asked, Will, how are you going to sign a feather? I'm not going to. Don't worry. I'm <laughs> not going to sign each. That would be ridiculous um i will sign the the packaging and a letter on the inside thanking you for 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 your support of our podcast i will not be signing the feathers beautiful and then you could also just like scribble my name with your opposite hand if you oh, want yeah sure because that'll be probably pretty close to whatever my signature is you and your absolute garbage penmanship yeah okay speaking so- of garbage penmanship i've got a great question for you if you want this question okay uh this question comes from at Bored all day, but bored is spelled like a game board. Uh, Hilarious. That's so good. The question is, uh, how can I improve my man self and pizzazz levels? That's a lot. That's a big question we've all asked ourselves at one point or another. You wake up every morning and you have to either convince yourself that your man self and pizzazz levels are at a good moderate level that don't need shifting, or you say, all right, right now, I need to step it up a notch, pizzazz it up. This is what I'm going to do. Will, how do you go about this? So man self, is this manlyhood? Is this masculinity? Well, I mean, there's there's yourself, yes, but then there's your man self. So whatever you would incorporate being the manly form of yourself. And this could this question could even be asked oh. by a woman, but they just want to improve their man self. I think everybody has some level of man self in them, right? Oh, yeah. It's like it's like the thing of like, you know, you have a certain percent masculinity, certain percent femininity. Mm-hmm. And so whatever percent that masculinity is, how do I make it better? Mm-hmm. I guess the question is is masculinity inherently good or bad? Cuz if it's if like if masculinity is bad, it's like how do I how do I make that bigger? It's like how do I become more of a you know, a dillweed to my friends or something like that. How do I emasculate them and tell them that they need to, you know, do more squats or something? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, the question is asking, how do you improve your man's self? Yeah, so it's not, I I think we can go with, it it, it will err on the side of it being a positive thing, right? How do you make a better man self? Every time, well, okay, every time I want to improve my man's self, I look at myself in my man mirror. Uh, my man yeah. and I look at myself. Where's that located? It's in it's in my uh, <clears throat> it's in my man bathroom, and I oh, always yeah. I I look at myself in my I look at my man made self in my man mirror, and I oh. say yes or no. If I say yes, then there is nothing to improve because some days you're just as perfect as you could ever be. And, and that's, we're not looking for perfection. We're just looking for enough for today. Do I have enough? 
good man self to get through it. Improving your man self is going to be a day-to-day process, right? You're never going to be like, all right, so I've got I've got my nice um, polo shirt on and uh-huh. my, my golf hat, and I'm ready to go chug a beer. And you're not just going to be like, now, I'm man self top tier for life. No, 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 no. It's not that easy. If life, if man life was that easy, then everybody would be man at top tier man level all the time. No, you so gotta, what does it take? Well, that's this is the thing. When you hit that, like the polo shirt, the golf hat, and the chunk of beer, or whatnot, you are improving your man self for the day. Good job. But then there's the second half of it. You look at your man made self, and you've got to increase the pizzazz. That's something that is very hard to do at the same time as improving your man self because so is pizzazz the lifelong version of man self which is like a so man self is a daily thing and pizzazz is kind of a lifelong thing yes it's like an annual thing as the as the old eulogy goes teach a man to better his man self for the day and he will eat for that day teach a man to improve his pizzazz and he will eat for a lifetime right now I'm, i'm gonna give you a tip from myself and then i'm gonna give you a tip from one of the comments all right so a tip from me on how to increase increase your pizzazz level because I think man self is like you're very stoic you're gonna be very uh, upright and very like have a strong presence have a very mature presence but pizzazz in my opinion is very theater esque very enthusiastic mm. a little bit over the top very contradictory to man self so you're gonna want to make sure that every time you're drinking a beer uh, you're gonna you're gonna bite into the side of a beer can but then you're gonna do jazz hands off to the side. One uh, hand bite the beer can, other hand jazz hands. And then every time that you uh, go out to golf, because you're going to go golfing if you wear a golf hat, you're going to have the perfect um, clubs and the perfect swing, and you're going to know all the rules of golf. But if you hit it into the water, your name is now Zach Efron, and you're going to go look at your reflection. You're going to say, why am I feeling so wrong? My head's in the game, but my heart's in the song. And then you're just going to yeah. break into a song, all right? That's just how that's going to work, because... That's how it's laid out in High School Musical. And High School Musical is the perfect documentary built on trying to um, balance man self and pizzazz. So if you want if you want a good documentary, I could I could um, offer up some. That's High School Musical, um, Big with Tom Hanks, uh, Forrest Gump with Tom Hanks, uh-huh. um, uh, Catch Me If You Can with Tom Hanks, um, <laughs> Sully. <laughs> With Tom Hanks. <laughs> Toy Story 4 with Tom Hanks. <laughs> Magic Mike. That's a good one. I don't think Tom Hanks is in that one. I don't know why they I didn't cast him. I don't think that's him. Tom Hanks, actually. As I just scratched that one. <laughs> I don't think that one would be that great now that I think of it. Yeah. <laughs> Splash with Tom Hanks. Would that be for Mansoff or for Pizzazz? That's... That, <laughs> The perfect uh, showing of a balance. It's a perfect way to balance man, self, and pizzazz. Oh, so what we're trying to tell you is be a male stripper. Yes. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, if, well, if Tom at... Hanks was in that movie, sure. Sure. We're telling you what? Run fast, be a kid, but be old. Um, uh-huh. Love a fish man. Um, be, a cow- uh, be a cowboy toy. Um <laughs> What else did I say? <laughs> Green Mile with Tom Hanks. Be a prison guard. Oh my goodness. He's a prison guard in I, Green Mile? I'm pretty sure. 
I'm pretty yeah, sure. I, I live under a rock. Man. I don't know. Catch me if you can. Find Leonardo DiCaprio. That's another way to balance out your man's self and pizzazz levels. Yeah. But uh, the commenter took on a whole new perspective. Um, so if you don't trust me and my Tom Hanks theory, trust the commenter. The commenter says, I'm just going to assume you misspelled pizza here and say that you should probably dump a char of pizza sauce into your right pocket and a heaping handful of mozzarella cheese into your left. If you have back pockets, throw some water and flour into them. Mix and knead thoroughly until you form the dough, then give it a mouth to produce yeast naturally. Regularly oh. continue applying the cheese and sauce every other day, and just keep the dough around for a while until you feel like you've improved your pizza levels. <laughs> Thank you, commenter. <laughs> For that absolute dead end of a pizza comment. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have a question for you. Oh, what is it? Hey, Zane and Will. I'll be graduating from college this December, and I wanted to make my mark in history by walking across the stage in a manner that will leave people thinking she doesn't deserve that piece of paper. What's the best way to do this? You're going to rollerblade across the stage. Next question. A roll, you're going to roll a blunt across the stage? That What'd roll a blade and roll a blunt. What? Rollerblade. Yeah. Rollerblade across the stage. But Will said it too. Now you're rolling a blunt while you're rollerblading across the stage. And what you're going to do is you're going to roll That's a blunt. That's a power move. That is as big as the degree. And when they hand you the degree, you're going to hand off the blunt. And you're going to say, you want to hit this? And then you're going to look at the everybody that's watching you get the degree and you're going to tip your glasses and you're going to shrug like, I don't even care. And then you're going to rollerblade down the stairs. That's going to be the ballsiest move of what you're going to do. It's not a jump. It's just a straight roll right down the stairs. You're not going to take off the rollerblades beforehand. You're not going to slowly grab the rail and walk yourself down. You're going to rollerblade straight down the stairs, hitting every step at the same speed. I like the idea of Mission Impossible, cap and gown and all, Ooh. from the ceiling. Yes. In order to grab the piece of paper, and they keep on saying your name like Megan Schmidt, Megan Schmidt, and then they see you just slowly declining from the ceiling above the stage to grab your grab the piece of paper. You tap the guy on the shoulder, and he turns around. You grab the piece of paper, and you zip right back up. And then, or but 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 if, but if somebody did that, I would say she deserves that. Yeah, she worked for it. I also really like the idea now that you've mentioned it and you've done that Ferris Bueller's teacher's slow talk of uh just um, like as soon as it's about to be your name, just hearing wow and then like as as they're saying your name, you could just see like you from like the like the side of the podium, like really really slowly jumping towards the the degree the person that's holding the degree like when he jumps the fence and it's just yeah. like that for five minutes and it's long enough that the guy is like just asking everybody should i just walk over there and give it to her because she's been I in the air not, i was told not to move but should i move i know you, you said specifically i shouldn't move i know it i know what you told me everybody else everybody else in the in the auditorium is fanning themselves because it's hot it's always hot on graduation day and they're like please just move on oh hurry up this person does not deserve Take the paper. to be up and they're like your your face is moving in normal time and you're like you're kind of nervous looking at everybody and being like oh they think the bit's dead and i'm like halfway there it's like and then you're like you give someone like a thumbs up and you're like turn up the music i don't want to hear them booing me and it's like mm, wow mm, wow and it just gets louder oh man it's just six minutes of that <laughs> and, and then eventually you land and you grab the degree and then you you look at everybody and they're just like get off the stage <laughs> 
Jeez. Boo! You don't deserve it. I got told recently that inside those things is not your degree. What is it? It's just a piece of paper that's like, good job making it so that we don't bar you from getting your degree. It's like, it's like good job making it so that we don't hate you enough to not let you on the stage. If that's the case, Will, then during the process of the Ferris Bueller jump, they would put that down. And move on to the next person. And they would literally say, you don't deserve this piece of paper. I think you need, yeah, that's it. Waste their time. Yeah. You could literally, you could just walk up there normally. Everything is normal. You shake everybody's hand and then they're going to give you the degree and then just say, nah, nah, I don't want it. Thanks. And then, and then they'll just keep trying to hand it to you and just keep like, like, don't leave the stage, but just every time they give it to you, just shrug like, nah, you can keep it. I like the idea of you getting a call halfway across the stage and you take on out your phone and you say, can I take this? And they say, oh, I'd rather, and I'd be like, it, it is important. They'd be like, okay, then take it. And I'd be like, I shouldn't, though, should I? And you get in an argument with the dude for, like, yeah, like six minutes for about whether you should answer the call. And it goes to voicemail. And you say, I, I should just listen to this voicemail quick. And then you start talking with that until they say, oh, you know what? This is a little less vague than it should be. And I don't think you deserve the paper anymore. Yeah. It's just a big old hashtag waste his time you know yeah i think what you should do is you should try and impress them right with your archery skills off to the side of the podium and then they're all talking and they're not paying you any attention and you're like this is a life or death situation i didn't even choose to be here right now but i'm one of the two people from my district and i have to be here so i'm going to show off my archery skills and you might be you might be falling a bit flat but when they all stop paying you attention you say hmm you know what i'm gonna get your attention and you shoot an arrow straight through the degree and pin it against the wall and then they all look at you and then your name is katniss everdeen and you curtsy and then you walk off and then and then you get you get all tens you get great ratings and you get your degree and it says all tens you get great ratings and uh everybody holds up um three fingers and salutes uh someone else in your class this is not katniss i'm just remembering the movie as i'm talking the three fingers is not for katniss but everybody does it anyway because they think that they vaguely get the reference because i mentioned it like they all vaguely get the reference so that's what's happening now everybody's doing it and great and we're moving on (laughs) oh my goodness i made a mistake oh boy so this is the end of our show we're real want to say a big old thank you to our listeners (laughs) i said it wrong grave robbing grave robbing all right well this is the end of our show where we want to say a big old thank you to our listeners and followers for making this podcast possible big thanks once again to our question askers and uh to our parents who have uh birthed us so kindly thanks for your patronage on that end guys um this has been save your bacon my name is will palumbo my name is also will palumbo uh guys take it easy and if it's easy take it twice